Hi guys, it's Gabe, and I'm gay, and welcome back to the podcast. It is episode number, give me a second, wait for it, four of season two. It is episode four of season two. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a week, surprisingly. It's been a fast week. I can't lie. Um, I don't even know why the week went by so fast when I think about it and put it in perspective. I blame homework. And I blame the test I had last week, which I did pretty good on. I got a 72 because, well, it was technically a 70, but then the teacher had to like raise the grade because everybody was getting bad, bad grades. Since everyone was getting a bad grade, he just raised it up a bit so that everyone could get a good grade. So I ended up getting a 72%, which when you do the math is a... Never mind. I don't know the score. I'm sorry. I lied. I'm not going to be able to do that math. Um, <laughs> but how are we doing? I hope we're having a good week. Um, it's been a good week of pre-orders, you guys. Um, I don't know if we talked about this in the last episode, but we did up did end up becoming a bestseller. And I'm doing an event at the Radical Cat, which is a feminist bookstore here in Reno. And it's independent, and it's going to be on November 12th at 5.30 p.m. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be a quick little reading kind of event, little release event. Hope you guys will come check it out. But when we come back to the podcast here today and ground ourselves, let's talk about the world. We got Taylor Swift is in releasing her album on Friday, Midnight's, and she also is supposedly going to be announcing a tour because on the UK site of her store there are some postings about her tour which is so exciting because she hasn't been on a tour since 2017 and the last time she was going to go on a tour it had to get canceled because of covid so it's going to be really fun and i'm going to need to put all my attention into making sure i end up getting into that show i will fight i will claw my way into that show if that's what it takes you know what i mean and so that's yeah that's the ordeal that's the ordealio with that um i also heard beyonce might go on tour and um rihanna might also as well so yeah the wallet is in the hiding uh it's pretty much run away and scared and in the hiding so i i am nervous to see ticket prices i'm nervous to see where they're gonna be i think the hard thing is like with reno you typically have to drive outside of reno of course and sometimes you have to go to california just to go to um, famous popular concerts like I had Lord tickets and I went to Billie Eilish and I had to go to see them in Sacramento or San Francisco so that's typically a two to four hour drive no three three to five hour drive is what I would say actually and so with that big difference it's going to be kind of questioning on if if the time is going to be during finals if we're going to be okay how things are going to go you know, it's going to be a mixture of things. So we're going to have to figure that out and take it for what it is and and go with the flow. And I hope some of you guys will come because that would be so fun. Imagine you have a bunch of friends all going to the same concert and stuff. Oh, that's so exciting. A bunch of Swifty friends. Oh, just the idea of it is so enticing. But other than that, we are in mid-October and we're still in heat. Yeah, we're still in the heat. It is still low 80s and it's really disappointing it's really sad and it makes me really upset because 
I personally love to be in a warmer situation. I love to be in a warm, no, I lied. I love to be in a colder situation and a colder climate. I'm one of those people that like has their AC down all the way when they're driving their car. I want that more and more now more than ever. I really just want to have a nice cold week and a half, two weeks at least. Okay. We had like, oh, we had like three days where things felt nice, and I was able to record a podcast in one of them, so I was like, yeah, things are going good, it's getting colder, I feel happier, I'm able to put on these clothes that I like, and then it just went away, so it's like I cursed it, it wasn't fun, and so I want to uncurse it, so we're going to manifest it together, so everybody grab hands, Um, if you're not with somebody else, grab your phone, and close your eyes with me, okay, eyes are closed, say out loud, we want cold weather, and we want it now, we want cold weather, and we want it now, We want cold weather and we want it now. We want cold weather and we want it now. Are your eyes closed? We want cold weather and we want it now. You have to say it too. We want cold weather and we want it now. Cool. I think we manifested it enough. And if we didn't, we're going to need to make a mood board. But on a real note though, literally just the idea of the allergies existing and me also dying in heat has not been a good collection, connection. That's the word. It has not been a fun connection. Um, it's, it's taking your allergy pills and then stepping outside and then like sweating it out. So yeah, it's not fun, (laughs) but we are pushing through and we are getting it done. We're fighting, we're surviving. Um, I will survive. That is a name of a song for sure. So, um, I do love that song. I hope you do too, or else we might have a little bit of an issue. (laughs) But besides the heat and stuff, which we've talked about a lot this past month and a half, um, I feel like a lot of the podcast is taken up about the weather, which as it should, it makes sense why. I also thought we would touch on the vaccines, the the little flu shots that we should be getting. There is a very common cold going around right now that I did get like a week and a half ago, and it wasn't fun. It was one of those sicknesses that were... You felt really sick, but at the same time, you felt like if you were just a little bit better, you could do a lot of things, but you just don't just instantly get better. So you're just like in that endless rabbit hole of like wishing things were better for yourself and they don't. So I would not wish the sickness on anybody. So I recommend you get your vaccines because I know the flu is going to be worse. So I would get your vaccine. It shouldn't be too hard to get it. There are two vaccines to receive. And um, one of them is, of course, like I said, the flu shot. And the other one is a new COVID booster shot, which is so interesting. It's important to um, remember to update your COVID cards. It's important to make sure that you're up to date with things. It's also important to make sure that you are doing the right boosters that you have. So make sure you research that. Um, I'm curious which vaccine you guys got to those who are wondering i'm a pfizer baby yep you heard it here and i've never gotten covid as i've said so i'm knock on wood here i think you heard it yeah i've i've never had covid and i've never lost any taste of smell or taste or smell so that's been great it's been so good it's been glorious marvelous beautiful so i would recommend that we all go ahead and get our booster shots before it is too late and you get covid and get sick and then you're gonna wish you had your booster so go get your booster you can get it done at the student health center here at unr 
I'm pretty sure. <laughs> don't quote me on that. Research it. Um, <laughs> but also, I don't know if you guys heard this, but there was some robbing that happening that happened outside Manzanita and Juniper Hall um, a few days ago, actually. And it's pretty intense because it was gunpoint. It was a gunpoint robbery. So that means that, you know, there was a gun involved if, in case that wasn't obvious enough. You know what I mean? The police did say that it wasn't a targeted event, but rather a crime of opportunity, which sounds like better, but it's not. It's not. It's like the fact that it happened is more than enough to prove <laughs> that there's an issue. And um, they recommend that students are aware of surroundings because it's our fault that we don't look around and see what's happening. Right, guys? It's all our fault. You know, get robbed. Our fault. You know, trip and fall because somebody left a giant thing on the stairs. You know, that's our fault. No, that's not a personal situation that happened to me specifically. Right? No, it, that didn't happen to me. No. <laughs> but I did end up writing this article that ended up doing pretty well. It's about, um, and it's on the Nevada Sagebrush, which I'm the opinion editor for, and is also our sponsor on the podcast. It is called UNR has a massive safety issue. I cannot talk today. Uh, this article was used in English 301 classes, which is really fun and quirky. And I got to see people inspect and analyze my article, which was at the same time pretty scary because a lot of them were my friends just sitting in their class reading my article and picking out little things. No, they weren't. They were picking out little do you know what they had some assignment i don't know i'm in english like one of whatever so i don't know what they were doing I go ask them okay i'm i'm still a sophomore i don't know what they were doing i wasn't in the class it wasn't my assignment but they used that and they also the faculty alliance also referenced it in their letter to the university about the fact of how we have things organized in the university and how we as a university are not planned for big issues which is actually in issue in itself which is what the article is about so i focused a lot about how the smoke situation proved that we had a backup plan in order but we didn't end up taking advantage of it for who knows what reason and there's also very limited backup plans for students and their instructors and how the instructors also do not technically find leeway for students to be sick or to do things that are in favor of their health so taking a day off for sicknesses like colds things like that it seems if you only have covid it's like the only time you can get something neglected or um, an absence neglected i mean or ignored so it is unfortunate that a lot of our campuses instructors do not allow zoom classes right now and especially with how nevada fit went again this year with having dangerous situations for students it became more clear to me this year than the others that UNR is kind of not doing the best thing that they should be doing. Uh, they, they need to get their, their ducks in order. That's another issue. There are dying geese in Manzanita Lake. So that is another issue. But honestly, that might not be something they can cause or fix. You know what I mean? But this article was really important to me because it is at the same time a bit pushy. It's a bit it's very opinionated. I would say it's one of my more opinionated articles where it just dives right in into the, about the controversies and how, hey, UNR, what are you doing? Let's get our, let's get things fixed, okay? You are not doing the right thing. So that's what I loved about this article is that I just, I got to kind of speak about 
how universities rules and regulations have not only impacted me but also the other students um, I know during the fire we had a lot of sicknesses and a lot of issues arising because of the high AQI the air quality index so since the air quality index was so high a lot of people were getting impacted and it actually said that within AQI of that level most people would end up getting impacted by the horrible air weather and university only canceled one day out of the entire what was it like two weeks of smoke we had and i would say about a week and a half of that was in a very dangerous aqi zone and that in itself just proves that unr is in an issue especially because of how covid matched with um how they had to do that integration with covid and how they transferred to online it seems they completely forgot about that process and didn't know how to do it again which is kind of scary considering that they had this backup plan they've had the ability to do zooms and things like that and it just seems that all of the idea of going back to that as a backup plan if something happened was completely thrown out of the woods and thrown out of the river and so if we were in a panic situation or if something really bad did happen we would not be in a good situation to take care of ourselves or other um, students because we couldn't really do anything. It would be more up to the instructors. And a lot of the instructors on campus, I'm not going to lie, are not the greatest. There's a reason we have radar instructor and there is a certain instructor. I would rate a zero out of five. I'm not going to call it who it is, though. But keep your head out if you are um, going into a certain. No, never mind. I'm not going to say that. I'm not calling people out here. But, um, besides that, anyways, um, <laughs> I also talked about how I think that since we have such a bad backup plan, the university's image will not look the greatest if we do not get our ducks in a row. I think that people like our president and ASUN could do a much better job with not only campus issues and natural disaster issues things like that going on and environmental issues and how we handle it but also with events as well um asun has been prone to throw some really controversial events cough cough the um asun's biggest little festival which i almost got on a ferris wheel that snapped in half and went violently rampant and started moving without any form of security or any form of control that was not fun and then we ended up saving the people on that thing and then i ended up getting into a car accident that night but that's unrelated i got out of the ferris wheel i got out of the ferris wheel safe and fine i did not get out of the car safe and fine i will leave it at that okay fellas that's where that's we've also got some issues with handling our dining hall services yeah dining hall services on the campus at unr is a total dumpster fire it is a trash show and if i'm being honest with you guys between us between us the food isn't that great it's better than what the den was last year but it's still not great um we're yeah we're, we're in a bad situation hiring is bad the amount of people who are hired in that entire dining hall situation even in like the joe things like that these jobs in the food service industry for campus have been really really bad so i don't know how they're going to fix that and i also think that if they're going to charge us so much money for our food perhaps they should pay the workers better you know maybe that that would be 
kind of ideal, kind of the the standard, kind of what you would think. But no, no. What you know? What do I know? You know? Who knows? Maybe our food money is funding Brian Sandoval's kids. Maybe that's maybe that's where it's going. And in that case, you know what? Who needs to pay the food service workers? Um, that's an exaggeration, by the way. Uh, if that is where the money is going, that is an issue, and we need to call Mr. Sandoval out for that. Um, but <laughs> I also wanted to talk about our little pack transit, which if I mentioned in a few podcasts ago, I did not know that you could just hop on a bus and it would just take you to wherever you wanted to go, like on campus, not anywhere, you know, it's not just going to like take you to this coordinate or whatever, but it'll take you to like an area near campus. And it was really fun. Uh, I didn't know you were supposed to swipe. They didn't ask me to swipe. I didn't even see a thing to swipe. I just hopped in the bus, and the guy was like, hey, and they're always so nice to me. And I was like, oh, yeah, hi, man. And he was like, are you are you hopping on the bus? And I was like, yep, that, that's why I'm in the bus. And he was like, cool, come on in. That was not how the exchange went at all, but we're going to pretend it was. And um, he drove me and a bunch of students around the campus, and we got out at a destination. But our biggest issue here is I've noticed that Pack Transit takes a while for one thing students can be waiting in the heat for extreme amounts of time that's kind of expected but also the pack transit like cars like campus escort stuff they close pretty early they're desperate for drivers it's it's not a good industry you guys it's it's a flop it's a failure we are not constructing things the way it should be we are all over the place we are chaotically trying our best i think they are we're, we're trying our best to make sure that they stay funded. But um, when I say we, I mean like the students are paying their tuition and trying to make sure they stay funded. It's more of like how the campus is trying to fund them, which the campus is having a hard time. The campus tends to have a hard time balancing what they want to pay for with our money. And you know what? At this point, it's starting to turn into taxes. I feel like the entire university has just become a giant government in itself. And I guess like the student government just has too much power but like the power that they have is so poorly done that it feels like they have no power so that's their fault as well <laughs> but besides the little pack transit situation with trying to get workers and if you do want to drive people around you should try to get a job with them and if you don't want to get a job with them that's fine too they're probably gonna be okay it's not gonna be the end of the world so you know call it what you want to they'll they'll live without you okay anyways <laughs> next topic <laughs> i wanted to talk about the amount of religion that's been going on on campus recently man there's a lot of religion and it's not all bad like when it like showing religion on campus isn't bad but we've had some preachers coming out man that have been saying some really controversial stuff like i'm talking some Kanye West level controversy on our campus and us students are just standing there listening to this man blabber and we're just like girl it's time to stop like can you please like get off our campus like honey what are you doing um (laughs) so yeah I'm totally shocked that we are totally fine with having these really religious people that not it's not that they're religious but they are against other religions so heavily that it just feels like a hate crime in itself. So it doesn't feel like they're promoting their religion. It just feels like they're trying to attack other people 
So that doesn't feel at all great to anybody. It doesn't feel inclusive to anybody except for the person who is being crazy. And then he goes to other universities in our country and does the same thing. So he's like he's like playing Frogger, but each log is like a new university. And eventually, never mind, I'm not going to keep going with that analogy. I'm, I'm not going to keep... I'm, <laughs> sorry, I, I forget that last section, okay? Anyways, I thought we would have another little section that we would just talk about men. <gasps> men! Oh, God. Yeah, I have had some situations, some realizations, okay? Some little openness. And one of the things I realized is I am done with these people. I'm done. D-O-N-E. I am done. I am tired of it. I am tired of seeing these gay men on campus. And then I'll like wave at them. They're like, oh, hi. And then they'll never do anything. And if I... What in the ghost just happened? Hold on. Y'all. Sorry, y'all. The ghost of the Republic Apartments just showed up in my room and caused chaos. The little sucker. Anyways, what I was saying was, is I am tired of the gay men who I end up talking to having no personality. And I think we all face this situation. Literally, I think all of us face this situation with men. Men in general are just so personalityless. Unless you're me, and then you run a podcast and have a book, and you're keeping track with like 45 different projects on top of schoolwork. In that case, you have a lot of personality because you have a lot of trauma. But these guys, man, their only trauma is like their favorite sport team lost. And if that's your trauma, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, hmm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just sorry. I just feel like whenever I talk to a guy, I'm either doing the wrong thing or saying the wrong thing. And then it just backfires and then it's a flop and then I'm a flop and then it's a whole flop era moment and it's not fun. And then I just feel bad after and I and then I feel like I bothered the guy the whole time. So what was the point? And on top of that, I tried to get into a frat party this weekend. I tried. I tried, you guys. I know. I know what you're thinking. Why? Why would you try that? Because you know what? I. I felt the need for speed and I felt. If I, oh, that sounded really bad. <laughs> I don't mean like that. That's like a quote from, you, you get, you know what? We're going to, don't take it that way. But what I will say is I felt the need to have a fun night, okay, and hang out with some fun people because I know a lot of girls who would be at a frat party. So, you know, frat parties, when you go there as a gay man, it's kind of like a Avengers Endgame moment. You, like, go in there, and every time you turn around, there's, like, a new superhero female that you're, like, BFFs on Snapchat with. So I was going to go to the frat party, you know, talk to some besties, and then I show up, and they're like, "Mm, we're not letting random guys in. And I was like, okay, I'm going to call it quits. I'm just not even going to say anything. I was going to turn around and walk away because I'm just so tired of these frat boys with their little suits and their little egos and their little like <laughs> little straight boy energy. And they're like, yeah, we don't let this gay man in. Get off of our lawn. Like there's some old grumpy man. That's what they're going to end up being when they grow up. They're going to bald and then become old grumpy men. So sorry to their wives. Don't don't date a frat boy or else you're going to have a grumpy, bald old man in the future. So, but that's not the point. The point is, is that even though they have hair now, they are still mean and dorks and 
very rude. And it's okay to be a dork. It's okay to be a nerd. It's okay to be a little, little bit nerdy and fun and quirky and intriguing. But when you're doing that and you're also being mean to people and discriminating against people and being like, yeah, we only let 135 million women into our frat, but we'll only let like three guys in who are our best friends is actually really weird and comes off very wrong and annoying and nobody likes it. I'm sorry to tell you, it's so uncomfortable and fun fact, the girls aren't there for you. I'm sorry to tell you this. No girl wants a committed relationship with you because you are in a frat and you are also in a frat that is very misogynistic and wanting to spike people and do very dangerous activities. So no, girls are not going to your party to have fun with you. They are going to have fun with their friends and you should let their friends in. You should let their friends in. Because um, I think it's kind of obvious why a woman should be allowed to let her friend into a frat party. I think that's a very fair thing to believe. But you know what? We live in a society. Yeah, I pulled a joker mood right there. We live in a society in which women only like frat boys and frat boys only let women in. That's the society we live in. Even though one part of it is completely fake and false. And not true at all, which is the definition of the other two sentences I just said. So that means that's what my next book is about. It's called I'm just kidding. It's it's not the, the topic of my next book, but I do have a book coming out on November 4th. <gasps> yeah, it's called Three Letter Lovers. It's available to pre-order on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And it is about people who I have liked who... I no longer like and how things happened and that's what it's about it's I don't try not to like spoil it all too much I did announce that there is over 130 tracks or poems in it which is a lot for a debut book it is a thick little debut book for poetry so it's pretty exciting um, I didn't want to release a book that when you first get it, it's like little 50 pages and it looks like a little magazine. I didn't want to release that. So I wanted to make sure I had something that you can hold and will fit in your hand and have some weight to it. And you can turn the page and spread it out and not read it all in one night, which I hope some of you will not do. Please, please don't read my book in one night, but you can pre-order it now and it will be out on November 4th. And I'm so excited. I am stoked to see people have the book. The hardcover, I got my official hardcover in the mail the other day, and it looks so nice. Like, I love it so much. I am such a fan. I am a stan of my own book. And I was really proud of the official hardcover, even though it took a lot of time and hard work to actually get the cover done on the hardcover, because the formatting on that thing was really making me mad. Every time I upload it, they're like, it's a little bit too small, and then I'd make it bigger. It's a little bit too big. I, it was just like, mm. it was like playing book cover with Goldilocks. It was not, it was not the vibe. It was really annoying, especially because I was also sick, and they take like two days to respond to me. And my deadline is coming up. I'm just ranting right now. Basically, pre-order the hardcover, please, because that one almost took me out and I cried. I cried. I cried sick. I cried sick with my teeth. And 
it was not a stand moment. It was, it was toxic material. So it was toxic vibes, toxic material. I was not living a La Vida Loca in that moment. Uh, so yeah, I would recommend you pre-order the hardcover. The paperback looks really nice too. The ebook is probably the worst formatted copy. I said what I said. I said what I said. I technically didn't format it. It's formatted by a computer. So call that what you want to. It's not that it's unreadable. It's just not personally my favorite presentation of the book. But if you are an ebook reader, a little phone reader, please feel free to read it that way. I'm an ebook reader. I have a hard time reading physical books because every time I want to read the book, I don't have it on me. I forgot it in my house or it's on my bed or it's underneath my bed because I fell asleep reading it one night because the book was really boring and I was on page 310. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That was really specific. <laughs> but yeah, guys, don't forget on my store, GabeCanine.com slash shop. You can also get the high resolution files for Gayconverse for this episode or each episode after this, they come in an MP3 file, 24-bit, and secure links last 24 hours after the first download. This podcast is also not fully representing of the Nevada Sage Rush or the University of Nevada, Reno, and it is my opinion. And yeah, this is my little podcast. It's a little fun. It's a little quirky. And we come here every Wednesday to talk chaos and to talk about things that are going on on campus and the chaos that sometimes pursue before, then, or after. So, yeah, we did it. Another episode. <laughs> and, uh, I forgot to say happy Halloween. I'm going to be dressing up as a straight man, so yeah.